0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. We've been off the air for a little while longer than we anticipated. We had intended to do a podcast last week. We had planned on it. We were going to do it on a certain day. And at the end of that day, we are like, oh, we didn't do the podcast. We'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow came, and we we're going to do it on that day. And at the end of the day, it was like, oh, we didn't do the podcast. It's hard to get motivated sometimes, especially when it is warm, because it is very warm uh, these past week or so, Mary. Yeah, very humid, too. It's been up around what? What, was the temperature bet, Mary? Upper 80s and the 90s. Uh, We don't actually have air conditioning other than like a window air conditioner in our bedroom, so it's been hard to do much of anything. We get feeling sick most of the day, so it's been a real kind of awful couple of weeks uh, weather-wise. Yeah. that's thistle? got through it, though. You know, I was out yesterday doing some work in the yard. And I'm not really a yard work kind of guy. But, uh, you know, I try my best. You cut the grass. I did cut the grass. No, you cut the grass. Yes, that I did. That is your yard work. You cut the grass. I pulled up a bunch of thistle. I know. This is new for you. It's not new. I pulled up stuff before. <laughs> that's how that tree fell on me. You didn't pull it off. No, I pulled it down on top of me. Did not help my back. Fun fact, guys, don't let trees fall on you. It does not help your back. No comment. <laughs> uh, so one thing we did do uh, last week is we went down to Columbus for origins. Columbus, Ohio. Yes. Um, are there other Columbuses? I don't know. I just wanted to make sure they knew it was in Ohio. I mean, probably. I mean, there's like Paris, Texas. So there's other Parises. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. I never heard of anything other than Paris, Texas. There's also Paris, France. <laughs> Which you promised off. you were going to take me to. I don't remember saying that. Like a billion times. No, I remember saying, where do you want to go for dinner? And, and you'd say Paris. And I would say no. Nowhere does that I, say... I don't. I, I don't recall any no's on any of those. <laughs> uh, there were no no's. They were all yeses. Uh, but we had a good time at Origins, I think. Mm hmm. Sure did. Yeah, we weren't expecting it to be uh, fun. Yeah, because our, our previous <laughs> convention experiences were more stressful than anything else. Um, previously, we had a lot of difficulty uh, talking to people. And a lot of people wanted to run into us. People still still ran into us. Uh, mostly me. Yeah, but um, that was true. They, they, that one guy like body checked you. It was off Yeah, he hurt my hip. When I was waiting for you in the hall, not in the like the exhibit hall or the gaming hall, but like in the hallway outside that, I was I was waiting for you while you were in the restroom, and I was just standing still in the center. There's not many people there, standing still, not moving. And these people are walking into me, it, and it's like, I'm right here. When I was waiting for you one time, mm-hmm. you missed the five dent. I did. So, um, there's a movie coming out. Just a little movie. little movie called Justice League, and um, which I'm not looking forward to. You know, I like the superhero movies, and they have an Aquaman in there who has... A trident, but it has five times, so it's not a trident, because a trident has three. That's what the tri means. It is a five dent. It is so dumb. I'm very upset about this. Not that I'm a big Aquaman fan. I don't think anyone really is a big Aquaman fan. The people who are like big Aquaman fans probably are doing it just to be irritating. But I like that one Aquaman. From he the, was full of himself and and loved to talk. From the brave and the bold. Yeah. That is like my ideal Aquaman. Yeah. That that was I thought it was very clever. I, I wish that was the Aquaman in the comics and the movies cuz that would be like my favorite Aquaman. I yeah, that would be pretty pretty cool. Otherwise, I just want to comic book, Aquaman talks to fish. Because, you know, he talks to fish, guys. I mean, he does talk to fish. And everyone's like, he didn't really talk to fish. Or, you know, here's this mystical Atlantis stuff. No, I just want to see Aquaman dealing with, like, the interpersonal problems of fish. Like, Aquaman is a therapist for fish. I would read that every month. Maybe twice a month. Now, so, I did miss the five dent. Was there an Aquaman with the five dent? Or just with a guy carrying around a five dent? No, he had a sort of Aquaman... Outfit. He didn't do a bad job putting yeah. together something. There was a guy who was dressed as um, the dude, the big Wabowski. Yeah, but he didn't have the shoes. Man. He, didn't, he, he did needed not, the shoes. He did not have the shoes. It, it seemed like, how can you get the shoes wrong? That's an important part of the ensemble. It tied everything together. But uh, we actually had a good time at Origins. We met with and talked uh, with a lot of people. Uh, we uh, had lunch with Cole Worley and his brother Drew and Travis Hill Talked with uh, Edward and Amanda from Heavy Cardboard for a little while. Uh, we met Uwe Eckert and uh, Stephen Bonacore from uh, Academy and Stronghold Games, respectively. Really nice guys. Stopped by the Grogheads booth. We talked to Brant, uh, who runs Grogheads. And we talked to Doug, who was really excited about Horse and Musket. And he wants to demo it next year, so we're trying try to make that happen. Talked with David Heath at Lock and Load about all sorts of different business stuff. And then uh, right at the end, before we left, we met with uh, Herm Lutman and Fred Manzo, and it was just really great just talking to everybody, putting uh, faces and voices to names that we've seen on our screen. Uh, Really it was more of a social scene than anything else, we didn't really play any games, but I don't know if really we could play any games in a convention setting because it's so noisy and it's so difficult to concentrate. Yeah, you have a lot of problems with that. Yeah. No, I, I We can play games at home. Yeah, yeah and it, we, it, it's not as noisy. Yeah, but even even so, we're only gonna get to meet those people once. Yeah, some of them, some of them we'll see again and again, but maybe only once a year. So before we close out today, um, we have some bad news and some good news. So we'll start with the. Bad news, and this involves uh, shipping to our international customers. Now, the one question we've been asked more than any other—boy, have we ever been asked—is <laughs> when are we going to get international distribution uh, for our games? People don't have to pay that transatlantic shipping uh, in order to get a hold of our games, and we've been trying to find ways around this. Uh, we actually had a friend of ours who was talking to different printers in Europe to see if we could have like a European printer who would print and fulfill our orders for Europe using the same print on demand model. The pricing to print on demand overseas is much more than the pricing to print on demand here in the states. If we were to sell the game just at like production cost, which is crazy and not something that we would do it would cost you the consumer the same as it costs to have it printed and shipped from the states so that really doesn't make sense we have talked to different uh retailers and distributors in europe who have approached us and we've given them the terms that we can give them because again with a print and demand method we have a very low profit margin and the discount that we can offer them isn't enough where where they can make a profit on it. Even if we are able to eat the shipping domestically, so send it to a freight forwarder, it still isn't enough money where it makes sense for for those companies. So people have written to us and said, have you tried this one, have you tried that one? We have. We have. We talked to pretty much all of them and it's the same story every time. And I, I, I hate that that's the situation. but. It is what it is. Uh, We appreciate the interest people have in our games from overseas. And if you want our games, uh, I'm sorry, the only way to get them is to buy them from us and is to pay that shipping cost. There really isn't a way around that. So that's the bad news, guys. But we have good news. Yes, we do. Mary, why don't you be the bearer of good news? We now have One Piece Maps. Yay! Hooray! So... You guys probably know that we've been using 11 by 17 maps, or when we have larger maps, 11 by 17 map segments, which you would need to match up. Working with our printing partner, Blue Panther, we're now able to have a full map in one piece. We're going to be offering this on all of our games, and for people who have bought our games previously, who have those 11x17 map segments, we are going to be offering... Uh, one-piece map upgrades sometime in the very near future. Okay, well, that's pretty much everything we want to talk about uh, this time. We'll talk to you guys next week. Take it easy. Bye.